I cut my dad out of my life about two years ago, which has honestly been the best thing I've ever done. I actually didn't even realize that my dad was a narcissist until I was an adult. All I knew growing up was that I didn't want to be around him. He always made me feel like I wasn't good enough. But then the flip side of that is sometimes he would put me on this pedestal and talk me up. Now as an adult looking back, I'm like, oh, it was when it benefited you and made you look good. How I cut my dad out of my life was something happened with my kids and it crossed the line. And I was like, you know what? I'm fucking done. And he blamed me for it, like threw everything back in my face. You know, it's like, I was always like, I can take it. You know, I can take the abuse I have my whole life. But it's like, when you start now messing with my kids, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing it. You're listening to the Uncalled Impact Show. Hey, this is Raj Montage coming at you from the Uncalled Empath. You're listening to the top 10 recovery podcast on the web. Guys, we've surpassed over 100,000 downloads, going towards 300 episodes. Um, you know, it's it's been amazing ride, and uh, just wanted to give a thanks to each and every one of you listeners that do tune in uh, weekly to my podcast. Um, so let's dive right into this episode: how to deal with toxic parents that are narcissists. As you guys know, I promised you that I would be much more vulnerable. Um in 2024 and talking about not just, you know, things, my experiences, but, you know, my personal stories, uh, moving forward. Um, I feel that now I'm at a age where, um, I'm not going to be ashamed about what happened in the past or what I've been through because it has shaped my whole life to where I am today. And this podcast would not even be in existence if it wasn't for the traumatic experiences. For you guys on the other side, I know uh, I have asked, you know, what are some topics that that seems to be coming up uh, that are the hardest? And over and over again, I, I get, you know, toxic, you know, family members, toxic parents, toxic loved ones, you know, spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend. Um, people that are narcissists, the people that you least expect to turn on you end up turning on you. People that you would never think in a million years that they would act the way they do and how nasty they can be. And I'm here to tell you that there are people like that. This is reality. So I'm going to give you five things that I'm going to discuss. So stay tuned. Stay tuned till the end. Um, I'm going to be going through five things um, that I feel like is going to be a game changer, at least helping you navigate with toxic family members that are narcissists. As you guys know, you know, narcissists are people with masks that um, are, they have low self-esteem. They're, they're attention seekers, they're users, they're manipulators, they're gaslighters. Um, and they're everywhere. They're, they could be at your work. They can be your spouse. As uh, one guy that I was talking to over the weekend, uh, 31 years of marriage, and um, his, he found out that uh, his wife was a narcissist, and, and she left him. Uh, so there is no time limit on this, guys. Never put your eggs in one basket. And as you heard from that first clip, when it comes 
to narcissists, you cannot bargain with them. If you have a parent, let's say a you know a father or a mother, um, that you feel obligated to cater to, to to please to to maybe when you were small, you you know they wanted you become a certain profession, um, and I know a lot of clients that do call in that says they're miserable doing their profession as, you know, a doctor or engineer or, you know, whatever you fill in the blank. Granted, they're making a lot of money. They were pushed into going to the best schools so their parents could show off and talk about their kids at parties. It made them feel good. Now, if we look back a little bit and peel the layers, what is that really doing? We are putting the kids on a pedestal because it's part of their seed. It's part of their creation. Ah, look at my kid. That is a product of my, of me that, that represents me. I control this person. They are a extension of me. So I will try to build this person up and, and I can talk to you at parties and make you feel bad that your kid is not good enough as me. Now, what happens is you will have kids that come up that are not married yet, that have been through several divorces, some have committed suicide. A lot of these kids are fucked up. Some of them are in healing. Some of them are going through a long healing journey um, and lifelong therapy because of the parents. There is a cultural aspect to some of this. I mean, I myself is East Indian, as you guys know. Maybe you don't know. But it doesn't matter where you're born. You can be born in anywhere in the United States, overseas, Asia. You know, I know a lot of Asian parents are tiger parents. I've had a lot of episodes where I've had um, some of the top podcasters on my show saying that their parents were so cruel to them. They would get beaten if they got A minus and they didn't get their top, top, you know, marks in school, so on and so forth. So we're talking from childhood. This this is something that starts at infancy where you're just looked upon as, you know, um, an extension of their ego. Um, so now you guys kind of know a narcissist. What do you guys do? I want to ask you, tell me, you know, right in, in the emails, you know, in my, in the comments below, what do you do when your parents, your narcissist parent tries to control you and worse off, control your kids, or they tell you that you're a bad parent, or maybe during the holidays, they guilt trip you into staying longer than you have to. What do you guys do to protect yourself? Because I know... I've experienced this when shit hits the fan, they call you and they make it you you're the you're the person that's the cause of it. You don't care, you don't love us. The gaslighting starts, so on and so forth. I've been through it. And the nice thing about all this is I've had so many top doctors and therapists on this podcast that it doesn't phase me anymore. I know these five things that I'm going to be talking to you about is something that I use to keep myself grounded and self-centered. Um, and it starts with that. Um, I've gotten uh, gone non-contact, but things are getting better. Maybe for you, it may be, you know, 
putting certain limitations. Maybe you don't want them near your kids. Uh, maybe they try to harm your kids. Maybe they try to threaten to take away your kids um, or just attack you as your character. But even when I had a pet or a dog, um, I believe one time, they would attack the dog saying that I'm not a good owner, that the dog is spoiled. Even when it comes to animals, they will find any type of breadcrumb criticism. Now, the the funny part is a lot of times they'll, they'll put you... Um, in a place where you are the best, you're an amazing person, they will love bomb you and make you feel amazing. But that's what narcissists do. If you notice that they will stroke your ego until you have your guard down and that's when they strike. Tell me anybody that's listening to this podcast, you've experienced that. I want to hear your story. Maybe you can come on on the podcast and let me know. But the damage that's done uh, causes all kinds of things. Depression, anxiety, suicide. Um, I know and you know some people that will never get married because of it. Um, I know people that have uh, just shut down completely. They shut their parents out of their lives and they don't want their kids near their, you know, these people. Um, what is your story? What's, how far have you gone? Um, you know, I, I'm curious to know this. So without further ado, let's start with number one. Number one, as you know, a narcissist, you will never be able to change and they will never change. You will never be able to change a narcissist, period. They cannot go through therapy because they are too grandiose. Um, one of my favorite people um, on the podcast world is Dr. Ragony, who contests to this that, you know, the narcissists that do come in to her clinic for help, that the the small amount that have, um, it's very rare. It's a very rare that they're going to come and get help. So if you're dealing with a spouse, let's say a husband or a wife, taking them to therapy is definitely not going to work because they're going to somehow turn the tables on you. Number two, accept the fact and let go. You have to get let go because a lot of times I'll hear people, but I love them. I've seen their good side. They have a great side. They would tell me this in my coaching. They're like, I, I can't let them go. They, they have to be in the kid's life. Or <clears throat> they make all the money and I don't make enough money and I'll be in the street without them and I have to like obey their orders and stop. Stop right there. That's the mistake that I made decades ago where they control you with money or the kids or something they dangle the carrot in front of you where you get locked for life and life is a long time there are people that are stuck that are listening right now on this podcast and i know you guys because i coach you that are living with a narcissist right now and now we're i mean i'm working with you to get yourself out slowly but you know that it's not easy just to pack up and leave because there's consequences, right? So I get it. I understand that leaving and letting go is not easy, but if you really want change, you're going to have to let go. Number three, they try to go through other people, like, for instance, your kids, you know, um, your friends, and do a smear campaign. 
They'll talk about you behind your back and they'll make you look like you're the person with the issue. And then when you blow up, you're the crazy person. This is a very common trait among all narcissists. But when it's blood and it's family, it's even worse because how could your mom be a bad person? How could your dad be a bad person? After all, they're so old. How dare you would talk about your parents like that? So they know this. And so you have to call that bullshit right off the bat. And if anybody is not on your team, you need to get rid of them. You only know what's best for you and your kids and your family and your friends. Number four, they coerce you in and guilt trip you into certain events like holidays. They make you come over or they come over your place and they extend their stay. They think they can run your lives, even with you being in your 40s and 50s and 60s. And doesn't matter about the age, they own you. There has to be boundaries. Number four, you have to be able to have boundaries. And even during the holidays and Christmas and birthdays and all these things, they're going to want to be a part of it so they can ruin it. It's happened so many times with people I've talked to. It's a classic um, move that they make so they can bring in power. Remember, they want power. They want to be the person in charge. They want to be the person to ruin everything. Number five, the fifth and final one is they will stroke your ego, give you love bombs, and tell you how amazing you are as a parent and what a great job you did. And maybe even take care of your kids and buy them presents and um, be the amazing parent. Maybe even, you know, do nice things for you. But at the end of the day, they cannot be trusted because that's just only a facade. That is only so you can put your guard down and then they can bring their whole suitcase in and, and stay at your house. Now, a lot of these things are not, you know, life changing, you know, these five things. But um, if you're somebody that's been through narcissist abuse, maybe you can resonate with one or two of these things. But regardless, whether you're they're your parent your coworker, your boss, whomever, a narcissist has no place, especially within these our empaths community. Um, now, there are a small percentage of people that are like hardcore narcissists. Maybe some people, you know, have narcissist tendencies. Um, sometimes they flicker back and forth. They're on a spectrum. My thing is like, if you have an inkling in your body to hurt, harm, you know, your, you know, your kids or their kids, kids, regardless if you're a narcissist, I don't want you near me. I don't want you near my clients, my coach, you know, people I coach or my empath community, like you're not welcomed. And we seem to have a huge population of these types of people. They may not be full fledged narcissists, but they're walking around. They're in the corporate world. They're in the politics sector. They're your doctors. You're, they could be in a high position as a CEO. They can be anybody, but look for people in high positions because how do you think they got there? Exactly. I wanted to do this episode because it is something that I've dealt with and I'm very familiar with. I've had top doctors, narcissist specialists on this podcast many, many times. And all these behaviors seem to be 
in line with a narcissist or someone with narcissist tendencies or being, you know, someone that has that's just a flat out manipulator. So at the end of the day, if you've listened to this, if you want to take one thing away, you know, maybe it's one of the things that I've warned you on the five five things to look for, but just know that having self-confidence, being able to reflect and step back, keeping your composure and not losing your temper and playing the game without pissing them off is going to work in your favor because you're not going to win against a narcissist. You think you will. You won't. A narcissist always wins at the end. They always end up ruining the wedding, ruining your kids, ruining your career and your brain. Um, you know, people are walking around miserable that are making six figures because they went into a career that their their narcissist parents forced them into. It isn't about money. It isn't about status, what they pushed you into or all those years of abuse because of your grades. You know, narcissists are, are notorious for that. They will do it, anything in their power to make their kids look good. And then you owe them, remember, once you grow up, you owe them to let them in your life and, you know, take, you know, let them into your kid's life. That's what they think. But you don't. You don't owe them a thing. I would rather go non contact. Be at peace with yourself. Don't let these people ruin your lives. And I'm proud of you if you've made it this far. Um, and you've been suffering for many years. I know a lot of you do reach out and you tell me that you want to move out. Uh, you want to shut them up, but you can't right now because there are certain things in play. And I get it. But eventually make those plans and hear my voice and just know that I am very proud of how far you've come. And you can win this ballot battle. And your kids always come first. Don't let it come in between any narcissist, especially your parents. Blood goes only so far, but if they're going to act this way, you don't need them in your life. With that said, I hope that this has helped you. I wanted to do a quick episode. I have more episodes coming in. We got a ton more people that I'm looking at to be on the podcast. This thing is growing. Um, let me know if you have any other subjects um, you want me to cover. I love doing these podcast episodes. I'm so excited, you know, where we're going and where we're headed. Guys, 100,000 in downloads. I couldn't believe I got that far. It's it's truly, I'm I'm so humbled and, and I couldn't have done it without each and every one of you. Thank you for listening and always keep moving forward. I always got your back and feel free to reach out. If you need coaching, you know I'm here. With that said, we are out. You're listening to the On Call and Pat.